0: Welcome to the first episode of In China Between Meetings with your host, Marian Dunko, aka China Hustler. We talk about innovation, technology, entrepreneurship. This series of interviews brought to you by WeHustle, a Shanghai-based platform for innovation and growth. We help international and local teams succeed in China. I'm excited today to be joined by Sunit Hin, Digital Innovation Scout, at BI Digital Labs and also co director of Startup Grind Shanghai Chapter. Welcome, Sunny.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you for joining me.
1: Thank you for accommodating, for taking this in between meetings.
0: Great. I know you for a while. I know you're from Hong Kong. But I don't know your Shanghai story. When and how did you move to Shanghai? And what did you do before BI? And yes, please do help me to pronounce BI, what it stands for.
1: Um, okay. Uh, I probably cannot pronounce it too, um, how do you say? Uh, I can't pronounce it too uh, properly either, but um, the way that you pronounce BI is Boringer Ingeheim. It's a combination of two words from the family name Bohringer. And Ingelheim, the city in Germany where um, our company originated from. Um, coincidentally, you know, um, now that it's approaching uh, Chinese New Year, a lot of people ask me, "Am I going home? Where and where I'm from?" And it's a complicated uh, question to to answer because do you answer it from the angle where you're from, where you grew up, where your heritage is, or? Um, yeah, it's it's a complicated uh, story. So I was born in Taiwan. Hmm. I grew up in... I didn't know that. I, I grew up in Hong Kong. And then my father is Shanghainese. Um, so I spent most of my time growing up in Hong Kong and uh, did my studies in the U.S. Um, then I decided to... Come to China, take uh, take uh, take a stab at it, and see what it's like in in China. Um, I did a couple trips uh, to to Shanghai before graduating, and I thought this was um, a city that was quite similar to Hong Kong. And I said maybe you know this would be a good opportunity. Um, so I came came by to do th- some things in digital. I think in the era when everything in China was starting just to go digital in 2010, 2011. Um, so I've been here for about a good uh, ten years now, um, doing a couple of different things. So a bit of um, digital system integrations, and also uh, um, the the next part of my career in healthcare, which was also what I studied. So mm. you could say I took a big loop around back into my studies. So quite 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 interesting. Um, so at at, uh, at My current role right now at uh, Boehringer Ingelheim um, as a digital innovation scout, um, we do a lot of uh, different things, which I'll talk about in in a bit. But uh, my previous experiences in the second half of my journey in Shanghai is more related to um, doing healthcare and innovation-related work. So I was at a design and innovation agency, And then afterwards, I uh, transitioned into corporate, where um, I was at another German multinational company responsible for their open innovation program um, at Bayer, Mm -hmm. it was called uh, G4A, formerly known as Grants for Apps.
0: Right. So recently, I think we hear a lot of digital innovation, corporate innovation, digital apps. Um, and you're you part of it at the moment. So can you describe what do you do exactly, what are your KPIs, and what is the career path for people like you working in this um, uh, industry?
1: I like it. You're going, going straight, straight to the heart of the, the, the problem. What is the, what is the KPI? Um, maybe let's talk a little bit about these uh, innovation centers a little bit first. Um, so in my previous role, Um, I was also in, you could say, an innovation unit of um, a a larger company, right? Um, A lot of times what these units do is look at things that are a little bit more middle to long term. Mm -hmm. So this could be, let's say, something that is strategically focused that is not, let's say, immediately clear on what the returns are or what the, let's say, business impacts are. But um, these are things that are important and necessary for the organization's uh, growth and sustained growth. So, in in let's say both both in my current role and my previous role, it was a very traditional German multinational pharmaceutical company, mm-hmm. and to do something so let's say unique and dynamic is actually quite quite um, difficult uh, for the people who were there already already to 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 understand and to to consider. So we have a couple of different roles. We take the role of what we call um, a change manager, mindset change, digital change, and all sorts of uh, types of let's say even, let's say idea portfolio management change. Mm. And so um, of course different companies based on the scope of their innovation unit They would do things a little bit differently so some may have a corporate venture unit that is part of this some may have let's say um, a full team of uh, builders and some are looking specifically just to work with people outside of the organization so you have a lot of different types of setup where um, i've been part of uh, two setups that one is more focused on partnering outside or helping people outside so that was when doing accelerators and incubators were quite quite popular and so depending on the dynamic and your needs it 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 fits to uh, different organizations so in our current uh, setup what uh, BIX um, what we call um X Digital Labs, X stands for the endless future and possibilities Mm. that we have, right? Right. Um, Kind of like in in maths, it's a bit unknown, right? Um, So what what we do is we bring a lot of multidisciplinary uh, people together. We have strategists, we have um, designers, and we have builders that come together with our business units to create solutions that would matter to their business Mm. and also to our um, Uh, Healthcare ecosystem. So if today if you think about it this way drugs are becoming you know harder and harder to to do Do research on and to come up with new products, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people now are looking at different ways to um, be able to generate a lot of let's say um, improved patient outcomes and also patient, let's say, experiences. But the focus may not only just be on patients, because we also need to consider the doctors, the nurses, and maybe even, let's say, ambulance drivers and, and such. Um, so. We need to think more in terms sort of uh, the ecosystem. So when we come together with these multidisciplinary um, areas, we're really looking at what are the opportunities and where are the growth um, growth opportunities that make sense for the organization. So I think it's it's quite quite a number of things that come together that culminate um, quite an interesting organization, and we help a lot of different. Um, business units to really think a little bit outside the box, challenge them a little bit and to really understand what the core of the problem is because a lot of times um, people will come to you with a solution but um, the problem is something that is not let's say the right one or it's not at that kind of level where you're understanding the right problem.
0: Okay, so when the corporates are deciding to open up the innovation department or digital lab, where do they scout for um, employees? How do they find these people?
1: So I think um, it depends. Um, so uh, I only answered part of your question, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there are two parts to it, I think. Um, one is you're coming from, let's say, a subject matter expert. So maybe someone from the business unit, someone from the ecosystem that is within the, the kind of uh, business. These kind of people would come, come in from one, one angle where they would uh, maybe get more innovation management framework or let's say um, different types of, um, they want to bring different, let's say, digital ideas to, to life. The other way would be from people who have these kind of multidisciplinary um, thinking Um, they're coming from let's say the different opportunities that are available Mm -hmm. so you have these kind of um, different uh, dynamics where some some innovation hubs they have people that are coming from the subject matter expert side and they also have some people who are technologists or strategists that come together but i would say the two need to come together so that you have the good stuff in the middle that you know forms or let's say um, let's say for example soap and water it needs to kind of um, it needs to have uh, come together and maybe rub a little so mm-hmm. that you get the bubbles right Right. so you, you would see it kind of in two ways but in, in general I think there's no perfect way that you would um, say I'm trying to look for, for someone it, it definitely needs to be someone who is positive someone who is very open and okay with what we call the Mm -hmm. uncertainties and they are able to really think about what the next step is. So a lot of people that are maybe doing BD are good for these kind of roles but also people who have a good understanding of um, how do you drive something to to land tangibly. These people are also quite quite good at doing this.
0: How about people with their entrepreneurial background?
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think entrepreneurs, they bring a very different flavor, um, to, to an organization. Right. And that's why, um, you would see some of these kind of individuals, um, outside of, uh, uh let's say an organization. A lot of times Tra- traditionally, you know, you have people in corporate or entrepreneurship. It's rarely where you find, let's say someone within a corporate that is, let's say very entrepreneurial minded, which, you know, it's quite unique in China. Um, China is a bit of a mix where people are inherently very savvy uh, business owners right. or they want to create businesses or have this desire to create create businesses. Um, but a lot of them want that kind of let's say stability or fallback within, within the corporate. So you, you get a really interesting mix where um, if you're creating, let's say, what we call a new ventures, mm-hmm. a new service line, or a new product within a, a corporate, sometimes it's an extension, sometimes it's a completely new um, kind of um, line of uh, sure. business, um, but some are also what we call incremental businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So think, think of Oreo again, right? Um, they made a thinner version. So you could think of that as an incremental, right? Um, whereas, let's say, if you make um, Oreos in a different form, that might be a new offering. But if you create a completely new product, then that's, you know, at, at, a, at another level of um, kind of what we call the innovation. So right. the management of these innovations uh, is what we would say is very, very important and critical. And knowing how to make these um, different innovations Land. I think that's that's also the the second step, but is also something that you should not forget at the first step. So those I would say are you know, and depending on how um, how much how how much of a return the organization wants, right? The KPRs are stronger or more kind of strict in different kind of cases. So uh, I've seen, let's say, KPIs for some of these organizations to be how many ideas do you have in the funnel Mm -hmm. that you land, right? Right. Kind of like you have 10 startups and only one one in the end uh, is able to get funding in in a later stage.
0: Talking about the startups and entrepreneurship, right, let's take uh, another step forward. Uh, In this direction, you're also a part of the startup growing community. Um, what, why, working for the corporates, you decided to spend your time and volunteer for building up their entrepreneurial communities? All
1: right. So, um, maybe to you know, take, take another kind of um, rollback roll a little bit as well. Um, so i I joined startup grind when uh, before I joined joined corporates mm-hmm. um, so that was when I was doing a bit of BD and it was an interesting time, time period. I was looking to maybe get to know more people to see where um, let's say uh, business opportunities are but um, at the first event that I, I joined i I felt that hey this was a very different Kind of community. This was a community that was um, one very, uh, very professional. The people that come um, are from a lot of different and diverse uh, backgrounds. And as I started to dig, dig more and hear about the um, organization, the values really just resounded um, with what I, um, what I also um, consider as my values, and also what I think is important uh, for. Creating, you know, um, bonds between people, right? The, mm-hmm. the the three key pillars that we have is um, giving first, helping others, and making friends, right? And uh, out and out in in all the events that we do. And um, I joined the organization as it was also growing and starting to create something interesting. We uh, during the 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 first year that I I joined, we were actually in in progress of planning something quite spectacular, which we have now turned into a very um, successful franchise, um, the China Startup Ecosystem Summit. Back then, it was called uh, Summer Party. Summer Party, right. Right? Um, And uh, I I believe that's also around when when you joined as well. But um, that was, you know, when when it really started and um, the team started to meld and form and kind of create this kind of... um, Part of different innovation um, ecosystem uh, communities coming together. You have corporates, you have um, venture capital, you have uh, startups, you have service providers, government. It was it was something that was quite quite unique, and I think. It was something that really echoed with what I wanted to do. And as I started to volunteer more and more into this organization through um, my transition into corporate, through my transition into another um, corporate innovation uh, type of organization, these are things that I think um, I'm able to bring things in to our organization, but also use the resources that are coming together in this kind of community to benefit other people within the community. So I think even in, in healthcare as well, why, why, why does our um, organization, why does our team exist? It's because there's more of an ecosystem play today in comparison to maybe 10, 15 years ago. Things were maybe a bit more linear, but now the linear is, you know, different circles of things going around.
0: Right, thank you. And um, so you have the unique position tapping into both worlds, startup and corporate. And when it comes to the startup corporate collaboration, definitely there are lots of challenges. Um, Could you think about top three challenges when it comes to the startup corporate collaboration?
1: I think um, top three. Uh, I can name a few, but um, I think if if there's one very critical one, it's really understanding what the core of the the business problem is. Because if you think of it this way, right, um, for a startup, the critical thing that they have to get clear is product market fit, right? Knowing who who your um, customers are and what problems it solves for them. And in the end, if you think of that from, let's say, a lean startup point of view, it's why should a customer give you money? It's in the end about how you can solve uh, someone's problem and they will give you the money for it, right? And so I think a lot of times what we see in the ecosystem or even, let's say, when we do um, deal flow or sourcing of um, startups, the understanding of the ecosystem what the problem um, is for the corporate it's sometimes not very clear so when 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 the discussion happens we one let's say uh, as an innovation unit we need to be clear on what the problem is internally as well Mm. so that we can articulate it for for the externals Um, but at the same time when the externals come with let's say their technology or their resources um, then it needs to also match up so that It creates something that is, you know, um, it generates a business outcome, right? So if it's, let's say, um, adopting a technology in a factory for um, improving the efficiency, Mm. you know, um, that's a kind of traditional case where, you know, it's a very typical kind of uh, situation. But um, when the startup that you're working with is not able to understand what the scenario is, that's one, one issue. If they're not able to deliver on the scenario, that's also another issue. So I think um, understanding the problem is at at the core, where later on you have other things that would also happen to, you know, be very critical to to this um, to this partnership. So if there was one, so just to twist your answer mm-hmm. a bit, not to give you three, but if there's one, it's really understanding what the business problem is and knowing if you can deliver on it. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Any China-specific challenge? Any China-specific challenges? Uh, that probably doesn't exist outside of China, but in China, when corporates are trying to run it, they need mm. to really pay attention to it. I, I
1: think it's not really a problem. It's a bit of a kind of. I would put it yes. more. I, I think it's more of a unique, like a something unique to the China ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So. Um, people in China are quite let's say rigorous when it comes to
0: business outcomes
1: they're very savvy and especially let's say if it's a local company especially um, you know if it doesn't have that kind of MNC multinational flavor to it then they are very particular about what the business outcomes are right because in the end for them they're looking at a much shorter term which you know is not not a bad thing, um, it's just the culture that they grew up in, right? And so when you couple that with the China speed, then that really becomes something that needs to be um, very, how do you say, you need to be very strong and ambitious and also capable. And at the same time, when you're fighting against an ecosystem where there's a lot of great talent, right? If you take, for example, where, where um, you're from Ukraine, right? You have a lot of these kind of tech um, entrepreneurs or tech talents or uh, capabilities within the ecosystem. So, um, if you're competing against people in in that kind of same market, you also have to you know be upskilling all the time. You have to be learning the new like tips and trades all the time. And when the ecosystem um, develops so quickly, you you can imagine. Um, Staying, staying alive or doing things within China is just so much so much more dynamic and quick where if you're sitting there for maybe three four months maybe the your competitor has a new um, function that is already able to to uh, cover your uh, your revenues as well right. and take take your businesses and when it's let's say 10 cent, WeChat or someone that comes up with this function, hey, not many options not many options are left, you know so I think this is not really um, how do you say, a China specific problem, but um, you may see it a bit more, how do you say, drastic in China, especially
0: Right, Um, can you think about one or two examples of successful startup corporate collaboration
1: I think um, this one is. Uh, this is also uh, a pretty tough question. Um, I don't want to give any names, but maybe to give out um, some good practices, right. um, I think it would be important. Uh, in In corporate um, corporate startup uh, programs, what I see is the most critical is the, um, the involvement of top management mm-hmm. and their ability to. Um, push through this kind of change because if the back to your question about KPIs right if if it's inherently people in China are quite let's say savvy about these kind of things and if it's not let's say directly related to their their value or their pockets as well then they're very you know uh, unless they have a passion for this thing then it's really hard to push and remember back when we're talking about change management it's all about change how do you create change? How do you make change easier? How do you make change easier to adopt? How do you right. um, let it land easier? If you have top level support, I think that's that's one one critical point mm-hmm. um, to corporate um, corporate innovation, corporate startup partnership success, right? The second part is I think um, about funding. You know, um, I think we're past the era of doing things for free, and I think. When someone, let's say, for an entrepreneur, when they're doing things for free, it's actually not a good thing. Their mm. their their motivations are very different. So, bringing being able to bring money to the table is important not only for the people externally, right? But it's also important for the people internally, because when you go on the onto the poker table, if you don't have money for the blinds, what are you gonna do? Right, sure. you, you you don't even have the right to be there to play. You you're in in a sense a, a spectator, right? So um, sometimes really being able to bring money to the table is also important, so that you have the right to play there. But at the same time, um, you're really helping drive some of these things um, that are middle long term, that are important to the organization, but is not an immediate. Let's say um, is not something that is immediately needed, but is important for the middle to long term of the organization. you know, and I think um, all all of those things really um, come come together where in the end, then people really start to look at what are the business outcomes and corporates are, I would say more robust, so people tend to stay within a corporate environment for many many years and when they look back you know and say hey this this function this innovation unit has been here for two three years four years what are some of the outcomes that they have you know it's not just about you know doing doing uh doing some events doing um some programs it's really hey they've done something that helped me grow my business and helped the organization grow the business so i think those are the three things that are critical to corporate innovation uh, success and sustained corporate innovation success. Not necessarily just partnerships with startups, but um, that would also be part of this whole framework.
0: Correct. Thank you very much. And the last, the final question before you go to your next meeting, what is innovation for you?
1: Something fun. it has to be something fun. Um, I like to be in a, a discussion, a workshop, in an environment um, where the dialogue between me and um, the person who has the idea, what we call the idea owner, mm. this person should be very engaged and passionate about um, what they want to do or the idea that they're talking about, right? and um, I think the fun the um, the fun part really then comes, uh, it shows when, when you talk about an idea that you're passionate about. And when we talk about, let's say, problem solving, mm-hmm. it also needs to be a bit playful, a bit fun, right? So that you're looking at it not from, hey, these are, you know, some big challenges. This is, you know, you want to really think about it from how you solve the problem. And solving it in different ways, solving it in a fun way, you know, it just makes things, you know, a bit easier. You're framing it in a different angle.
0: Right. Thank you, Sunny. Thank you very much. Yeah,
1: happy to uh, share some thoughts.
0: So please do subscribe to our channel on WeChat and YouTube. Like and leave a comment. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode coming soon in China between meetings.